Hello and welcome to the latest episode of Metcast, the official podcast of Manchester Metropolitan University. In each episode, we bring you interviews, insights and inspiration from students, staff, alumni and the wider world and share some of the great stories we've discovered from across the university. The podcast also supports Met Magazine, our online and print magazine for alumni, staff, students and friends, which is packed with news and features, think pieces, arts coverage, lifestyle articles and much more. You can find the very latest issue of Met Magazine on campus or head to mmu.ac.uk slash metmagazine where you can subscribe to the digital edition or check out our wider selection of podcasts, videos and articles online. As the university gears up for its next appearance at the Industry 4.0 Summit, taking place at Manchester Central across the 31st of March and 1st of April, we spoke to two people for whom Industry 4.0 represents a great shift in the way businesses and employees will work in the future. First off, Mike Taylor speaks to former Chief Executive of Siemens in the UK and recipient of an honorary degree of Doctor of Business Administration at the university in 2019, Jürgen Meyer CBE. Then, Ian Proctor discusses what Industry 4.0 means for businesses and education with our academic lead on the subject, Dr. Carl Diver. As an engineer, as an industry leader, Jürgen is an inspiration to me. He recognises that we must embrace technology to ensure a fair and just society, where we all have the opportunity to work and to contribute. But at the very core of this, he has put people and collaboration. And by empowering people from diverse backgrounds and disciplines to work together, he has achieved great things. Vice-Chancellor, I present Jürgen Meyer for the award of a degree of Doctor of Business Administration of the Manchester Metropolitan University, honoris causa. As the Chief Executive of Siemens in the UK, Jürgen Meyer has become one of the most powerful business leaders in Europe. And although he's recently announced his retirement from his full-time role with the industrial giant, he intends to continue to make an impact regionally and nationally, and to work with Manchester Metropolitan University on Industry 4.0 projects. Now, Jürgen laughed with only a little humble embarrassment as he recalled his recent award of an honorary degree of Doctor of Business Administration at Manchester Metropolitan University in the summer of 2019. He was reminded, or possibly informed, that his name is the German derivative of the Greek Georgios, which is George in English and literally means earthworker an accolade he was very pleased to embrace. I popped into the Blue Room in the Department of Engineering to speak to Carl Deaver from the Manchester Metropolitan Department of Engineering to talk about Jürgen and to get a sense of what the great man has achieved. I want you to think for a moment about a piece of technology we all know and interact with on at least a weekly basis, the supermarket checkout conveyor. We take it entirely for granted that our groceries move smoothly towards the till, making room for the next customer. It was actually Jürgen in his early career at Siemens who worked on the revolutionary inverter technology that ensures the belt runs smoothly and doesn't jerk, causing our bottle of wine to fall over and break, God forbid. Not only was this work ahead of its time, but it guaranteed the survival of Siemens Congleton factory, where Jürgen was based. The factory went on to win significant new business and became what it is today, one of the most advanced manufacturing centres in Europe. Now, as chief exec of the global industrial powerhouse and technological giant that is Siemens in the UK, Jürgen's been incredibly and consistently industrious in his efforts to make manufacturing and technology work harder for maximum efficiency but also to address the awesome responsibility of reducing the harm that heavy industry can do to the environment. 
His journey is a fascinating one. He was born in Austria, he moved first to Germany, and then to the UK, aged just 11. Now, the Britain that he came to in 1974 was a pretty grim place. Power cuts, the three-day working week, and industrial strife. But it shaped his ambition and his core belief that society needs to expect more of people, but also to nurture individual talent. If you like, it gave him a small p political dimension to his future business endeavours. Now, he's been with Siemens for over 33 years, following his parents into the business, no less. But though he's one of the most powerful business executives in Europe, especially since his appointment to be CEO for the UK in 2015, he's still an engineer at heart. And anyone who meets him can't fail to be struck by both his energy, but also his passion. He's passionate about the emerging generation in his own business and the importance of values and that sense of global responsibility. So when I spoke to him, I got the impression he was very keen to pass that spirit on. The graduates and the apprentices that join our company from Manchester Metropolitan uh, University or indeed from, uh, from other uh, training institutes, they're pretty damn good. Yeah. I mean, I meet these young people and I tell you, I often just go, wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, these are people that are coming with, 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 with skills which, which, well, they put me to shame. Right. Um, you know, and I'm specifically talking here, of course, about data, Internet yeah. of Things, and uh, you know the, the speed at which they're yeah. able to innovate um, in these in these sorts of technology platforms is just simply unbelievable. Now, Jürgen Meyer is very rooted in the industry of the North, and the possibilities that exist from collaborating with the people who can deliver Greater Manchester's ambitious industrial strategy. He's been driving the Industry 4.0 agenda forwards and setting out the benefits for the UK economy and the opportunities locally through the Made Smarter initiative, of which he is co-chair. Now, Made Smarter calls upon industry and the government to put in place programmes that support the UK manufacturing sector in capitalising on the fourth industrial revolution to create a fully digital production line which will result in prosperity for our country and our people if it's done properly. As a board member of the Greater Manchester Local Enterprise Partnership, Jürgen Meyer has been a key player behind the local industrial strategy, which he insists has to be a steady stream of work, not just a report that sits on a shelf. And in doing so, he's made himself familiar with the awesome legacy of Manchester's recent industrial past. Whether it was the mills themselves or it was all of the engineering uh, shops in Ardwick um, yeah. or, or wherever they were, that is what together was creating the wealth. So if you just sort of keep that picture in mind at the moment and, and wind forward, and we were thinking about, so, you know, what is going to be that wealth creator yeah. uh, for, for a greater Manchester going forward? Because, you know, we do have... A, you know, a, a vibrant economy here that we should be very proud of. But the wealth isn't spread yeah. equally enough. Um, you know, you look at, you know, and they're all up and coming places, Ardwick, Harper Hay, wherever you go. Yeah. But there isn't enough um, activity for people to get into high paid, yeah. well paid jobs. And the only way you can do that, especially in a greater Manchester with the, the heritage and the and with us being lucky here 
which is that we have an unbelievable innovation ecosystem. And he's particularly excited about the opportunities to work with advanced materials and next-level manufacturing that emerges from this space, drawing a legacy from the way cotton was not just spun, but became the raw commodity of an industrial revolution and how human beings relate to textiles, fashion and design. We sort of came up with, um, with three key areas really and I think Manchester Metropolitan plays strongly into into all of them um, and, uh, and and the, so let's start with sort of advanced manufacturing yeah. um, and advanced materials yeah. and the linkage there being is is that you know a lot of advanced materials you know obviously go into products yeah. and those products yeah. all need to be uh, to be manufactured and uh, we are fortunate that uh, um, that that greater manchester you know is 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 seen as the the global uh, um, pioneer and creator of uh, of, of graphene mm-hmm. but of course it goes way beyond just graphene yeah. um, this goes beyond all types of future yeah lightweight superconducting uh, materials that can create yeah. amazing new products and those can be products from um, you know materials that can do uh, create better sportswear you know right the way yeah. to uh, to materials that can be used uh, for uh, better energy storage or, uh, or or better battery technology or mm-hmm. um, hydrogen technology yeah. and of course Manchester Metro Politan is active in all of those areas. Having enjoyed a technical education and progressed through an innovative international business, Jürgen Meyer nevertheless embraces new ways of learning and believes firmly that change is coming to how we view education and learning, acknowledging that universities like Manchester Metropolitan can make an important stride, particularly with the new degree apprenticeships, which are an important part of the university's future strategy. You know, now don't get me wrong, the principles of learning um, and problem solving and innovating, they stay with you forever. Um, But the actual content of what you're learning, I mean, it's moving at such a pace to think that you can do your degree and then you're fine for 20 years. I mean, forget it. You know, this is like, it needs to be like, you know, a university of life. Mm. Um, and, uh, and, And that is the other place where I think... You know, a partnership like with Manchester Metropolitan University. So to think about the traditional routes, to think about the research routes, and then to think about what I actually think is the biggest cohort, which is to think about a, you know, a much more connected, horizontal, Mm. and also a lifelong learning curriculum. And I think that would be perfect for any employer who finds themselves in the fourth industrial revolution. So it's typical of Jürgen Meyer that he's constantly thinking and constantly innovating taking the long view, taking the earthy view. After all, the clue is in the name. As Michael has said, Siemens and Jürgen Meyer are widely regarded as being the standard bearers of the Industry 4 revolution. Being advocates, they understand and promote the adoption of new digital technologies, such as artificial intelligence or 3D printing, to speed up processes and allow for more informed decision-making. In short, Huge amounts of insightful data can bring optimization and efficiency to a range of markets. For companies, that means larger profits, and for people, increased personalization. But to be able to properly diagnose the problems and have the vision to see where an industry for solution can make a difference, it takes skilled and adaptable graduates, just the kind of employee that Jürgen said brings a wow factor to workplaces. And to satisfy such a demand for talent, 
Manchester Metropolitan University delivers a range of practical and relevant industry for enabled programmes, as Carl Diver explains. I think there's a there's a clear focus from from us as a university, from from Manmet to uh, to engage with industry, to understand what industry is after, uh, where the pain points are for industry. Uh, there's a clear digital skills gap and we're seeing that in kind of different reports uh, from the government from uh, from different bodies from uh, the combined authority the town council in manchester uh, that there is a skills gap a digital skills gap um, and i think as a university we have a role to play and a, and a duty to 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 bridge that skills gap we're engaging with industry with uh, with collaborators so one example would be a, a collaboration we just announced recently with uh, with Siemens and, and Festo uh, around something called a connected curriculum. Uh, so it's 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 working very closely with industry, understanding what uh, their needs are, what their pain points are, but also uh, getting them to provide content from how their products, how they're engaging with their suppliers and customers. So what we'll start to see is that uh, we'll have a lot more engagement from Siemens, people from Siemens coming in to meet with our students, either on a weekly basis, uh, giving guest lectures, uh, case studies from projects that they've worked on that are related to Industry 4.0 or where they've embedded digital technologies with either their, their customers or in, within their own production facilities. So, so our students will get real hands-on experience, real-life examples of what they're learning and how that was actually implemented in practice. Helping businesses appreciate what Industry 4 is and what it can potentially do for them is an important part of the role the university has to play. Many firms will be able to take advantage of the cutting edge technology, not just those in the manufacturing sector, although it's easy to see how factories are one of the environments where a digital intervention can have a simple and immediate impact. This is particularly true where you're reliant on measurements, readings or performance data to keep an operation ticking over. Companies will start to see very quickly that, uh, yeah, suddenly information that may have taken you know a week to gather with someone going around the shop floor, uh, taking information down of of sheets of paper, then putting it into Excel, and then you know looking at that and then trying to identify uh, what's what's wrong. Suddenly, uh, information is available, kind of real time, and and things can be uh, can be done quite quite quickly and and effectively. So. And just cutting out some of the uh, the, the the time intensive uh, activities that that happen, uh, and that can happen at different levels. Uh, so there will be companies who already have uh, information available uh, electronically or digitally, but it's then well, what's the next step? So you can always take it to another step. So for for a company that might already have a certain degree of connectivity, uh, the first step for them then within this might be looking at artificial intelligence or machine learning different algorithms on you know uh, how is the whole system so maybe you're not looking at just one part of a production line you're looking at the whole system and then using that to try and you know streamline it and make it more efficient one of the interesting developments that Diver has been considering is that the consumer marketplace has embraced industry four prospects more than the manufacturing sector which is usually considered a testbed of breakthrough technologies the success of services such as uber or netflix where convenience and choice is key, is underpinned by a wealth of data, interfaces that are intuitive, and a slick design. And just like those companies have shaken up their markets, Diver expects that Industry 4 innovation will pave the way for radical ideas that will challenge the accepted way of doing things in every aspect of our lives.
we'll see people, I suppose, looking for uh, how they can customize and personalize things. Uh, so you'll start to see uh, maybe people taking more ownership of uh, the kind of products that they're buying and having being able to influence how that looks and and I suppose making it more unique. So, so I think we'll start to see elements of that from a, a consumer point of view. Um, and I think that's where the other aspects of Industry 4, where you have kind of a, a user interface, so how you interact on your tablet or your, your smartphone, making things straightforward and easy for people uh, to make decisions without having to be uh, uh, an expert in design. Uh, there'll be elements that support them in doing that. So they, they feel they're designing it, uh, but there's a lot of work going on in the background that makes that uh, relatively easy and straightforward to use. There are examples then, I think, from a, a, an engineering point of view of uh, how I think 3D printing and things like that will start to influence how we do things on the shop floor. Um, so we work quite closely with Autodesk uh, through Print City and the Industrial Digitalization MSC. Um, and Autodesk uh, have products around kind of 3D modeling, so creating digital model of what it is that you want to produce. We're one of 25 universities that they're collaborating with globally. Uh, they've given us access to uh, a, a product that they've developed called Generative Design uh, that helps you optimize the maybe the amount of material uh, and uh, the structure of something uh, to make it as lightweight as possible, uh, make it uh, still structurally sound and, and effective, um, and possibly using technology like 3D printing to make things that, that you couldn't have possibly made before. Um, and that will start to change the way we look at making things. Uh, it'll change uh, how we design things. Uh, we'll come at it from a different approach. Much of the mainstream media coverage of Industry 4 so far has focused on automation and the perceived threat to jobs. And it's true that many of the advancements available could eliminate repetitive manual tasks currently carried out by humans. However, Diver believes this kind of fundamental change in the workplace is actually an opportunity Existing employees will need to be retrained by providers such as Manchester Metropolitan and their new skills will allow them to monitor, program and repair the hardware, software and the equipment and design new systems. Industry 4 can also free up staff for more creative pursuits such as product development or sales and that can bolster a firm's bottom line. One thing uh, that is uh, key I think and that I, I get from lo lots of organizations is uh, people are still key. People are at the center of this. So, uh, so we need to give people the opportunity to embrace this technology uh, and actually to start being creative and innovative and actually making their day-to-day -day lives and jobs more efficient and, uh, and more effective. So it gives people ownership of what they're doing uh, and can allow them to make uh, uh, yeah, make that kind of their day-to-day -day tasks uh, better. So, so I think what we're seeing is that uh, yeah, work should become more fun uh, because uh, and that's focusing on on people. So, so I think that's one aspect that's uh, that's core. Um, and that I think by doing that, we'll we'll start to see really exciting uh, new products being developed, uh, new ways of working, um, and. Uh, things that probably we haven't even discovered yet. Siemens have a digital factory now in Congleton. So we'll have visits to that facility where you have uh, virtual reality and augmented reality uh, technology there. Cobots are there, so collaborative robots. 
uh, where I guess in the past robots would have been inside cages and uh, now we're moving towards robots working alongside people on the on the production line so maybe uh, you could nearly call them assistive robots in a way um, or you see kind of technology where you have uh, like an exoskeleton uh, so where maybe uh, an operator is doing tasks where they're uh, having to lift heavy things or so you you know they may have a you know a, a metal robotic arm on assisting them with that lifting so the the operator still has that dexterity to do what's required uh, but they're not having to do the, the heavy lifting so to speak so then that has an impact maybe from a point of view of people being off sick or being able to work longer and stuff and being more effective in their job. Industry 4 is already starting to allow us or force us to reconsider as a society how we design, run and staff services and businesses when the traditional organisational and technical constraints no longer exist. The challenge is to help people shed the conventional mindset, free their minds if you will, and to take advantage of the new tools at their disposal, even being a bit experimental in how far they can push the technology. Industry 4 solutions will also blur roles and departments and herald a more holistic approach to activities. It's a reality that's reflected in the teaching and research at Manchester Metropolitan. One of the aspects that we're pushing forwards as well as the uh, multidisciplinary nature of Industry 4.0, you can't do stuff in isolation anymore. Uh, you have to collaborate. You need people with different skill sets. Um, you can be an expert in one area, but you need some basic skill sets in uh, many other kind of uh, areas or, or disciplines. Uh, and we'll see more of that as we, uh, you know, as, as this gets embedded. Um, and so within the university, we're seeing this cross collaboration happening. Um, so we have projects running where uh, we have uh, students from business working with students from an art background, uh, fashion and, uh, and mechanical and uh, business students. We've been doing a lot of work over the last year or two years around uh, uh, Industry 4.0. It's adopted as a, as a key uh, strategy uh, for the university. Um, we have facilities such as Print City, uh, which is the 3D printing facility with over 60 3D printers. Uh, so a wide range of technologies that people can engage with, embrace, uh, try out uh, and uh, and, and see what the opportunity and the potential of that technology is. You know, in certain areas we're recognized uh, for leading the way in that. Uh, we're just going to do more of that over the coming years and make sure that uh, yeah, we truly are recognized uh, both in the UK as a whole and, uh, you know, and then going beyond that uh, globally as well, that uh, we're recognized as a, you know, a real uh, innovator in, in that space and, uh, and pushing the technology and the boundaries. Thanks for listening to this latest episode of Manchester Metropolitan University's Metcast. Your feedback is always welcome, as are much-needed reviews and ratings on iTunes, so if you have a moment, please head there and let us know what you think. That's all for this episode, though. See you next time.